Okay, Mike. Hit me. What's the difference between me and cancer? I don't know. My dad didn't beat cancer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This hey, is the we're awful off. part. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Awesome <laughs> Awful. I'm Mike. I'm Dan. And now we're doing the awful aspects of dreams and dreaming. Mm. All right, man. So right off the bat, dude. I want to start this off with a bang. <laughs> okay. Ever heard of exploding head syndrome? Dude, you <laughs> I me. Said that to you. <laughs> and uh, I had actually heard of that before. Yeah. Oh, and, you have? Yeah. I, that's the first time I've ever heard of it. Yeah. And that shit sounds creepy as fuck. Right? Like, is uh, what I was reading through Wikipedia. I didn't really do any more research than that, but uh, I was I was reading through it and I was wondering, is that every time they go to sleep? It sounds from what I was reading off of it that it's intermittent. Okay, so, so it's just yeah, random. Okay, yeah, kind of like nightmares. So, basically, for those who don't know, exploding head syndrome is like, there's a couple different versions of it. The first one was where they feel like their head is filling up with pressure, right? Like it's yeah. a balloon or something. And the other one is like screeching sounds, like really, really hard, like high-frequency sounds, almost to the point where the head explodes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's like, uh, and, and and it's just like, I, what they think is what it is is uh, uh, they as a scientist they they think that um, it's just like the parasympath- parasympathetic system uh, firing triggering every single time or every time that happens it's like it, it and it's a weird shock that happens throughout the brain okay so but I don't nobody really knows you know it's 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 fucking crazy right yeah, yeah man so that's I mean it's one of those it's a like a headache disorder and a sleep disorder, but they, they can't classify it as either one because, right? <clears throat> yeah, man, it's really weird. I'm mean, just the, the sleeping disorders are the thing that I think like terrify me the most, like the night terrors and just nightmares too. Like, oh my god, dude, that just. Did I ever tell you I had night terrors? No, I did not know that. <laughs> my family talks about this like it was yesterday. Like, a, um, what with night terrors. I, yeah, I used to have them all, all the time when I was a kid, apparently. I don't remember any of them. Good. Um, but they would, they, it's like family war at this point. Like me, I was about three or four years old. We had just moved into 65th Street. Okay. And uh, I come walking down the stairs, right? So it's a split entry. Uh, I, and I was already in bed and asleep. And apparently I come walking down the stairs. I see my sister playing Nintendo, like the old school Nintendo. You blow into the cartridge and shit. And, uh, but you can tell I'm unresponsive. Like, my dad said something to me. My mom said something to me. My sister even said something to me. And I, I just went unresponsive to all of them. And then, like, I just kind of, like, a creepy fucking uh, three-year-old just sitting, just staring at them, just dead-eyed. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, like, just obviously sleeping. And uh, apparently I've done this before, so, like, they kind of knew what, what was going on. But out of nowhere, I just start screaming. Good lord. <laughs> I know. Like, it's fucking scary shit. And uh, apparently, I, I was screaming about a plane going down. Um, and I was, I was, uh, I've never even been in an airplane, you know, uh, as a three year old or a three or four year old. And, uh, and yeah, I was uh, screaming that the airplane was going down and that to get our gas masks on. And I, I was doing that for like five straight minutes. My mom was trying to console me. I was uncontrollable. Like, Damn. And then I just kind of woke up. It was fine. They put me back to bed and didn't think anything of it. You know, that we were talking about the afterlife last week and mm-hmm. how the 
like maybe when we die, our consciousness goes into like the great consciousness, right? And then we are like we we relive our past selves through dreams, like maybe fuck uh, another person that died on an airplane and that one was coming through, because you know have you ever read on Reddit like what is the creepiest thing your child has ever said to you? And then all these people get on there like, yeah, like, so my three-year-old came up to me and said that, you know, the baby inside me was going to die. And I didn't even know that I was pregnant, but I ended up having a second baby. And she did, like, has no memory of saying this, but, like, babies, like, toddlers and shit, they're just coming up with some of the creepiest fucking sayings. Uh, And they have no memory. They don't, like, like, or not doing it intentionally. Yeah. 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 Like yeah, like I just want to like peel off your face and see how your skin work or feels like. If they just say some of <laughs> what the, the fuck? yeah, dude. So I mean, I would kick my kid. Don't ever say that again. Right? Like, all right, like you want to throw some fucking hand skin? Yeah, uh, I feed you. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. Maybe that's something along the lines of why we have just terrible dreams. Like maybe it's something from you know like a past life or yeah. uh, something along those lines that feed into it that make us have these just horrific dreams that we're reliving some terrible thing that's happened to us or yeah. uh, like you know their whole, the whole saying is like we have a birthmark on your body that's where you died in your previous life and it's like okay well I have one on my fucking left arm like how have you got an infection yeah right something yeah. Yeah. I mean so it's just yeah. it's crazy that we like we don't know why we dream but we really don't know why we have nightmares, like why they exist. Why does like if it's our own subconscious doing it to us? It's like, yeah. like why are you so angry at me? What did I do to you to make you to make you fucking fill my dream with spiders crawling out of my eyes? Or yeah. or the common one is like your teeth falling out. Yeah. Or with with me, I have. Re- I think I have some mental issues, man. I think I really do. Um, Undiagnosed, I would say, but I refuse to see a therapist. <laughs> Dude, I, I, complete sidebar: I was completely against seeing a therapist, and yeah. then I got really super depressed and wanted to die, and almost tried to kill myself. I saw a therapist, and it helped a bunch. Yeah, I mean, everyone I, says that, and, and I don't, I don't know. Like, it's just I don't I think, spend the money on something I can do myself. You know, but, well, I mean, that's you wouldn't uh, if you broke your leg, you wouldn't try to heal it yourself. You'd go to a doctor. Yeah. So I mean, if you like, if yeah, you had but, a but there's you, a difference between setting a leg and, and, and another person being able to understand what is going on in your brain. You know, but like, because they have there's, to, this, oh, there's, a, there's a zero distance thing going on there. I am the only one who's able to feel my emotions. They are not. Right. While, right. while the do- a doctor who can actually reset a leg or fix a broken or do whatever, right? Right. Uh, they're basically like a body mechanic. You right. know, you're not going to ask. Uh, but uh, a psychologist or a therapist is a brain mechanic. So when you're having these emotions, true, but and you're like, in there. there's a difference between a brain mechanic and like a fucking computer program. Right, but no, but if you say I understand what I'm feeling, and I, I, no one else can know, you, no one else can feel my emotions. That's true. But if you are saying I'm really angry at X Y Z, a person, a therapist, could be like, maybe what you're really angry at is. X, you know, ZYA, you know, I mean, it's not just power of suggestion. Yeah, well, no, uh, <laughs> they have, I the, think you're right. Yeah. Are you incepting my mind? <laughs> yeah. But they have the ability 
not the ability, they have the training and okay. the knowledge yeah. to know, like, the resources. Yeah, the resources yeah. to know what like, what people are feeling. Right. And so that's why people with, like, P, like people who go undiagnosed with PTSD think that they're fine until, you know, like, uh, until they blow up and put a hole in the wall or, you know, they know that something is wrong and they have to leave and they can't be with their wife and kids because they know they're going to hit them or they're going to do something to them. So it's not until they're driven out of their family, either by them, their own will. Well, that's the disorder part. Yeah. Right. But it's also the same thing with ourselves. So, like, if you – and I'm not saying that you have something wrong with you because you have, uh, you know, your life together and everything. But, like, it, it, it can help you get a different point of view. So the first time I ever saw a therapist. Yeah. 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 Uh, I had a friend of mine, she – uh, an old friend of mine, an ex-friend, we're no longer friends. Oh. But she, we were like Firewater. really, really good friends okay. for like two years straight. We spent almost every single day together. Uh, we never had a relationship of any kind. I wanted to eventually, but she never wanted to. And I was like, all right, it's fine. I love you as a friend. I want to respect that. It got to the point that her drinking was just too volatile. Like, I couldn't be around her because she was just a destructive person right. and a toxic person. And so I just cut off our friendship. But then, like, this depression came over me and I was just fucking awful, feeling awful. And I go to a therapist and she was like, what's going on? Like, I don't even know where to begin. She was like, well, start at the beginning. Whatever you think the beginning is. And so I start telling her about I had this really good, really close friend. We spent every year, every day together for two years straight. And we would do everything together. But she was, she drank all the time. And she just wouldn't stop. And her drinking eventually led to us being, uh, not being friends anymore. And that was my choice to leave. Because I think I did the right thing, but I just feel so fucking shitty. Yeah. And then she was like, you know what? It sounds like you're grieving. And I was like, excuse me? Like, she's not dead, but your friendship is. Yeah. Like, you can grieve the loss of anything. It doesn't have to be someone's dead or not, just the loss of that friendship. I mean, dude, it's serious. That's after I, I talked for like a half an hour, and then two minutes after I stopped talking, she said that to me. And it completely. She probably had to figure it out in 30 yeah, minutes. Yeah. <laughs> she completely changed, yeah. like, my whole fucking perspective on everything. Yeah. I was like, Holy fuck, that makes perfect sense. That's crazy. And and so, that's just my thing. I It helped me gain a new perspective that I wouldn't have been able to had I not got fear. And it's there for like, life. Yeah, it's like you've connected the dots already in your head. Yeah. Except you're looking at the each individual dot. You know, right. what, the, what I'm assuming what the therapist does is kind of like broadens the perspective where you can see the whole picture. Right, yeah. You know? But it seriously, uh, it, it saved my life. It really did. And I'm not saying you're at that stage oh. where if you feel comfortable not seeing one. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I, I, I feel no, I'm not telling yeah. you to go to one if you don't need to go. But if it comes to a point in your life to where you like, you don't know where to turn, I oh. would say always keep that door It's open. like rock bottom, yeah. 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 Uh, no, I want to, I'm living good right now. You know, like yeah. I've got good mindset i'm not saying I'm, I'm in a bad spot i'm just saying i, I want to live more optimally yeah you know like if i'm going to go to a therapist it's going to be a life coach right instead of like ooh, 
let's diagnose you with something, sir. You know, I, I don't. Like, you want to find a good. Yeah, therapist. a good therapist. Exactly. So like, I would want somebody who's going to optimize me instead of saying, "Hey, this is what's wrong with you." Right. You know, yeah. like like where the doctor can reset the leg. I want a bionic leg. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's a, you yeah. have to find a competent one and one that's not trying to milk, milk. You're like, oh, so you came to me with one problem. Well, I found ten, so we're going to need to really ha- unpack this for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the negative aspects of dreaming, night terrors, these sleep syndromes, uh, sleep disorders, I think, are one of the main things because they can cause such discomfort in your life. Uh, one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about that I brought up in our last episode was for when I was about 20, I had a recurring set of nightmares for a week. Well, like every night? Every night, I dreamt that I killed myself oh, in a Jesus. different way. Like, oh, fuck. I'm talking like shot myself and then I was... Was it the same room? Yes. So same scenario, just different, uh, different situations? Means, yeah. Different means? That's fucking nuts. Dude, it was terrifying, to say the least, because, yeah. like, like, I didn't want to die. I didn't think that I wanted to die, but I just kept did, having these fucking dreams to where... Did you commit the act, actually? Yeah, and it yeah. every single time. Like, and I did you wake up when I you... I shot myself in the mouth, yeah. and then I woke up having this terrible taste in my mouth, oh, and Jesus. I'm like, I woke up, like, I slipped my wrist in one dream, and then, like, I woke up, and I, I, I thought I could feel blood on my arms, but it was just, I was sweating. Fuck. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I dreamt that I set myself on fire. Like, dude, it was fucking heavy. And I I didn't see anyone, because I was just some 20-something-year-old fucking kid. I didn't didn't know who or what exactly to talk to or what to even do about it. I just started to, like, read books and, like, try to just change my fucking diet. On uh, what I uh, on what I was eating during the day, what I was trying to stop drinking caffeine at night. I mean, dude, I tried fucking everything other than going to see a therapist, which I eventually did. But uh, yeah, man. So it was ha- hands down one of the worst experiences that I've had uh, in a very long time, and I've had nightmares since then, but nothing. As severe as yeah, that. man, dude, it was it was fucking just pure hell, man. It really was. that's intense, man. It really is. Yeah. I couldn't imagine that. <coughs> um, fuck, I I think I can. I I haven't experienced anything worse than that. That is actually really 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 fucked up. Right. But uh, bear with me. Do you think insomnia would be worse? In a way, yeah. I think that has to be the worst sleep disease. Yeah, I no, dude, because I, I fucking I couldn't it. imagine. I've, I've never had, knock on wood, I've never had insomnia. I've been able to sleep soundly every night of my life, man. Good. Yeah. Because I've been, like, I these think last... that's what keeps me healthy, honestly. Yeah, these last couple of nights, I've been up to, like, 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning, and I think I, I think I have it narrowed down to is I'm just drinking too much caffeine. Okay. And, uh, oh, these bangs don't help. They're not going to help at all. Yeah. But uh, I wanted to, you know, be focused yeah. for this. But yeah, dude, uh, but before, man, I was pulling all-nighters for no fucking reason. I would stop drinking caffeine, and then I would just be up until 6, 7 o'clock in the morning. 
and then I'd get like three hours of sleep. Insomnia is one of the worst things. But then there's also this uh, sense, like a freeing sensation. Like these dark hours, like these hours in the middle of the night, I no one's expecting me to do anything. Like I'm not beholden to anybody. They're mine. They're my time to do whatever I want. Yeah, that is a freeing sense. So that's like at the same time, it's like, man, you know, like I'm not like I'm. I don't have to worry about school right now. Like, I can just do whatever I want. This is awesome. Yeah. But the thing is, like, you're so fucking tired still that you're like, I can't even do any of the shit that I want to do. Like, I can't play a video game because I can't focus on it because I'm still tired. So it's just like this double-edged sword of I want to sleep, but at the same time, I'm grateful that I'm awake because no one's telling me what I can do. Right. Like, no one's telling me what to do. Almost like a control thing, right? Yeah, so it's just a... Uh, it, it, I would take nightmares over insomnia. Oh, yeah. Because... 100%. At least you it, wake up from nightmares. Yeah, you, know? you could wake up, and then that feeling of going back to sleep is is incredible. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's scary, but at the same here's time... Here's a good question. Would you rather have insomnia for a week? And, no, no, here we go. Would you rather have the nightmares for a week, Okay. like you did... Like those exact same nightmares, or insomnia for a month. I would take the nightmares for a week because. Uh, How about now? Flip it. The insomnia. You take the insomnia for uh, for a month. week yeah. instead of the nightmares, nightmares for, for a month. month. Yeah. Okay. I think I would because, dude, like, the, what the main thing that really freaked me out about those was waking up, and then, like, damn, I can't tell you what gun oil tastes like. But I can imagine it Oof. because of that. I can't. I, I can't tell you Oof. what it's like to slit your wrists, but I know what it's like to wake up and feel pain in your wrists, and then feel something going down your arm, and then you're like, "Oh fuck! I actually slit my wrist." And then, like, you scramble to turn on the light, and then you look, and it's like, "Oh god, there's nothing on my wrist." Thank God. But like the the dregs of that nightmare, like they left little tendrils. In my mind. Yeah, I know uh, exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. To the rest of the day, like, I would still have those feelings. I would still have that sensations of uh, fucking, like, uh, when I dreamt that I set myself on fire, cool. of being like, unbelievably hot. That, like, it wasn't, like, it was worse than a fever. It was like sitting in a sauna the entire day. Like, oh. I would feel parts of my body and like the back of my neck would be really warm. And granted, it was during the summer and I was not spending copious amounts of time outside, but like I would spend outside to go have a cigarette outside, not be in direct sunlight. And then I'd come into the, into the restaurant that I was working at and then I would like feel the back of my neck and it felt hotter than everything else. And I think that was just because they were so intense and like the chemicals of how brain chemistry works with dreams. I don't know what those are, but like, it was just, it kept that dream alive for me during yeah. the day. And I don't think I could go a month like that, man, because I think that would end up driving me crazy. Oh, I think, yeah, you probably definitely have a psychotic break. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's one thing too, that like dreams are such like anti-reality. Like, you know what I mean? Like you, you're fucking flying. You're, uh, you know, I've had to. Let's, uh, let's let's dive deep because that's that's the next point on my 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 
thing here is what the thing that I'm having some serious trouble with, which it's kind of kind of embarrassing to admit, is how, what is reality? Okay. The basic fabric of reality. What is it? <clears throat> well, as I mean, we can look up the definition of reality. I just want to know what yours is. I don't think uh, it's, nobody has a right or wrong answer. This is right. one of these questions that you just don't have an answer for because you can go as deep or as broad as you want. You know. I think it's what we all perceive to be real, like you and me having this conversation right now. I don't know your your perception of this. Okay. I only know my perception of this, and it's the exact same thing within a dream. Right. I only know my perception within that dream. I don't know the other person who I'm dreaming with is even having a perception. Right. Right? So, what, and, and again, it's kind of dumb to be having this kind of crisis, but I don't know if this is all a dream. Because how Looney Tune our reality has really gotten. Right. Honestly, in the age of the internet, like, we have, we had a reality show TV, uh, a, a reality show TV star as president of the United States of America. Iran has a nuclear bomb. Yeah. We're almost there. And it's like, shit is hitting the fan, man. It's like, this is the part in, in Inception when you're getting kicked in the chair. Yeah. You know, like, your reality is, waking, is, is, is crumbling beneath you. So it's like, is this a dream? We we would never be able to know. That's that's true. And 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 I, I obviously, even if it was a dream, who gives a shit, right? Because right. you just do the best you can within this this said reality that we all agree on. Uh, obviously, I'm being hyperbolic with this language and stuff, but like sometimes I struggle with this. You know, it's like because I sometimes I can't even believe the news. You know, Dude, that's one thing that I think kind of gripped the nation there for four years. I mean, even now, today, even even yeah, today, uh, yeah. that so many crazy things happened. It's hard and, to keep up with. Yeah, dude. I mean, like, again, I don't want we're trying to not stay be political on this show, but like the shit that Trump said while running for presidency and as a president. I was like, I never believed that was possible. Yeah. I mean, we have guys, we have just, fucking politicians losing their livelihood, not just politicians, but people losing their livelihoods over saying lesser things. And he was like, I mean, I, that, that fucking Howard Dean guy who was running against Bush in 01. Yeah. He, he lost up potatoes. Yeah, and he went, Pyaw! Yeah. <laughs> and Chappelle's still ran with it. And he fucking, his campaign got derailed because he did one fucking yeah. stupid little uh, hurrah at, oh, yeah. at a rally. And, and like, he was a front runner for the Democrats. I know. It's just, it's, just, it's, it's crazy. so crazy. And the, the list of shit that he did that, and said that are recorded, that, that he actually, like, when he made fun of that handicapped reporter, I, I thought, that's it. He's done. Like, no Tesla way Don, baby. could fucking somebody do that. I think he's the, uh, Joe Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan calls this. He's he's the first comic yeah. president. Yeah, it's one thing I love hearing comics talk about it. Yeah, like he says he's some funny shit. Yeah, like they fucking love it. It's like this. Like if this was 
not reality. Like if this was like if there was a brick wall behind him on those yeah. press conferences, people would be dying laughing about right. what this guy's saying. Well, then, I mean, even and just like it's like you're the leader of the free world, bro. Yeah, this is fucking scary. <laughs> and then like the Four Seasons debacle. <laughs> oh it's my like, god! Oh, this has god. To be. Like this shit's uh, okay. How are like how are they fucking doing this? Yeah. Like and this shit's just writing itself at this it point. Is. Yeah, it's like it's like the writers have gotten bored. It's season nine of Game of Thrones. Yeah, and or it's like, whatever. Yeah, you know, season eight. But yeah, man, it's just so like for reality to me. I feel like a, I feel like this is a nightmare, and the way we're wa- like our brain is starting to wake up from it, and the waking up is going to be a fucking nuclear bomb. Yeah, oh like God. we see the light, and all of a sudden that's the light of the. Uh, of of the sun beating through your window. Yeah. That's like, oh shit, it was a dream and you wake up and it's two thousand five. Right. Or like <laughs> some like there are so many memes. Like, alright, this is all simulation and at the end of it they're just gonna go like, Okay, yep, guy, congratulations guys, you failed. So we're gonna we're gonna reset now it's gonna go back to two thousand eight or whatever and it's like like, oh my fucking God. Like I yeah. just you know man, I just uh I don't know anymore. And I'm trying my best to just be the best person that I can be. Well, I just got to enjoy the moment. Enjoy the people you're with now. But, like, so, what is reality? I think it's a fascinating question to ask somebody. Because when someone says, oh, that person's psychotic, it is the lexicon for the words we use today has changed so much. Right. So when someone is psychotic, they're like, he's violent, he's dangerous, he's whatever. No, 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 uh, no. Psychosis is a break from reality. So the walls are turning purple and bleeding, and there are men in purple coats coming to get you, and they will have elephant trunks for noses. You know, like, I mean, it's... There's a giant crab behind me. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> it's the, the breaking of what we as a society... To be uh, considered to be reality, so when you can have a psychotic break, and you can have that being, you're seeing shit, you're seeing hallucinations, you're hearing hallucinations, and those are things that are not real. So, like if you and I are sitting right here, and all of a sudden I hear someone yell, "Michael, the the house is on fire. We need to get out." And I go, "Dan, Dan, the house is on fire. Did you just hear that?" You, oh, I didn't hear anything, Mike. I said someone just fucking screamed. That the house is on fire, we need to leave. And like, I start hearing, feeling smoke or smelling smoke and feeling the heat. And like, I like, I see the flames. I'm like, okay, the house is definitely on fire. But you're sitting there still normal. I'm like, dude, don't you understand that the house is on fire? And you're like, no, if the house is not on fire, Mike, we're fine. We're sitting right here. That would be a break in reality because there's something that we both can, that we both can perceive. A house on fire. We both can tell if one's on a fire or not. If I start hearing and feeling... Maybe it's just a glitch in the Matrix. Right? Shit, you have a black cat, man. <laughs> uh, but so that's what I think reality is. Is There's a set ground rules of what we perceive to be reality. Like It's, a, it's an agreed upon... Yeah, an agreed upon set of boundaries or something, I think, would be... Sure. Yeah. Like... Like, the, the purple elephant sitting in the corner, Dan. You see that, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. What do you want to name him? Dumbo. Dumbo? Dude, fucking be original. 
I was going to go with Peter. Patrick. <laughs> Peter. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like, dreams. Patrick the penis. Yeah. What? Peter the elephant. <laughs> so, like, are dreams like an anti-reality? Like, because we can fly in them. Like, we know humans can't fly by themselves. But in dreams, we have dreams of flying all the time. You know, like, we have dreams of uh, having conversations with people that we haven't seen in ten years. We have dreams of horrible nightmares of being chased by people who want to kill us through houses we've never been in. Or every house that you've ever lived in. And your random roads you don't ever think about populate into ramps. Right, yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. I mean... That happened with my uh, lucid dream I said yeah. last episode, yeah. So, I mean, at, by the, the, the rules that we have agreed upon and what reality is, we're having breaks in reality when we dream. So we are having psychotic breaks. The little ones By that definition, right? Yeah. I mean, for eight hours a day... Right. A third of our day, we're having psychotic breaks. Yeah. Well, there's this, this comedian. Uh, God, his name just left me. Think of uh, Pete Holmes. Carlos Mosia. No, uh, <laughs> Pete Holmes. Uh, I've heard of him. He has this great thing where, like, when aliens come down and talk to us, like, what happens? We're like, how are we going to explain sleeping to them? Like, yeah, we just just lay in bed for eight hours at a time. That's weird, right? Yeah, yeah that's like, actually one of my points on here as well. Is, um. Isn't it just a waste of time? Yeah. Like, we were talking about the evolutionary aspect of it uh, last month, or last month, last episode. Um, what's the purpose? It just seems like you're wasting a third of your life. I know. And I, all throughout my 20s, I was always lived by the mindset, I'll sleep when I die. You know, because I, like, I, I just never needed it, you know. And now it's, <laughs> now I'm 29, I'm just like, oh, fuck, I'm. I ain't going nowhere unless I get eight hours of sleep, <laughs> you know, and, uh, and, it, and I just don't understand why we are, it, it feels like we're wasting it. Like imagine having eight hours a day to work on other shit. Imagine just getting eight hours of sleep, Dan, you selfish prick. Oh, sorry. I don't get eight hours of sleep. Well, okay. <laughs> no, However many hours of sleep you get a night and yeah. then just get those back and work on something productive. Right. You know, it's, I just, I don't under, I, I feel like it's a huge waste of time, but I also know that it's regenerating the shit in my brain, you know? I know. Like, I feel, re- like, I love a great night's sleep, a good night's sleep, you know? Saving. Yeah. I fucking love going to bed. Yeah. I love it so much. Like, this, that, like, I just, I'm picturing it now, like, I get done with everything, I... Take all my take my dog out, brush my teeth, do all my stuff, getting into my bed, getting nice and warm and comfy, finding that right spot, and then just like closing my eyes and drifting off. Dude, that is one of the greatest sensations of all time. But it's it's like why do we do it? Like it's it's, it's such a waste of time. Like I would love to stay up all night fucking writing or reading books that I want to read or listening to music or doing something other than just. I hate getting tired. Yeah. Like, I just, I, everything <laughs> slows down when I'm tired. Like, yeah. I just want to, like, like, oh, God, I have to do the dishes. But, like, I don't want to stand up. Yeah. But when you're getting out of bed after a great night's sleep, you're just yeah. like, fuck, I just start this day? Yeah. Like, can I just lay here a little longer? Why is this, like, this day sucks. It's already so long. Yeah. Like, bro, it's 730. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know. It's been a long day, hasn't it? It's like, fuck, man, I can go to bed. <laughs> you're <Yeah>. in bed. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, well, I'm ready to go home. Yeah. What do you mean? I'm ready 
and I'm just, sorry, yeah. you can turn on your shoulder and fall asleep. <laughs> right. well, that's when uh, I was working at uh, AAA, and I had just got there for like the training class, and it was like two o'clock in the afternoon. It was like two to ten shift or whatever. And I'm sitting down and like we're getting logged in. They're like, "How you doing, Mike?" I'm like, "I'm ready to go home." <laughs> they're like, "It's two o'clock, bro." I was like, "Oh, I know." Oh yeah. Like, like you're not excited to be here? I'm like, "No. Why would I be?" Like, I could think of anything else that I'd rather be doing, but you Shout guys are AAA. you guys are paying me to be here. So, <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. I, I mean, you. I don't want to be here. God, you don't want to be here. Don't lie to me and tell me that you right. do. Because you would like. What would you rather be doing? Eight hours of training a bunch of idiots how to use a computer, or eight hours of doing literally anything else. Literally Oof. anything else. So I mean, you know, uh, I just wonder how radically different our world could be, right? You know, I just we uh, just stopped. We just stopped doing what we wanted to do, or started doing what we wanted or to do. Whatever, you know, like we just stopped producing, right? We just we we have everything we need. Could we just stop doing the, the nonsense jobs and just live your lives? Right. Live, like, hang out with your loved ones? Do your things? Or, like, find a hobby that you love doing? Like, could we just stop at what we're doing as, as a society? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think we have too much momentum built up behind us. Like, so we're, we're that herd of cows running towards that cliff. Right. And that cliff is a nuclear proliferation. <laughs> Jesus, dude. This is a dark episode. Yeah. But I mean, so, uh, I don't know. Like, uh, I really don't think that we could because that, cause that's what, like, the dream is that I will someday win the lottery so I don't have to work anymore. Right. And I could just do what I want to do. Well, then or people you can are just like, do what you want to do. Yeah, but if everyone does that, then we're not going to. Society claps in on yeah. yeah. So it's like, that's what we tell everyone to do is just, yeah, find a, do something you love. You'll never work a day in your life. I love to cook. I hate cook, cooking for a job. Oh, yeah. Because guess what? I never do when I get home. I never cook anymore. Mm-hmm. I never cook for my enjoyment. I hate that. No. Yeah. I, I love cooking, too. And, and my family owns a restaurant, Nighthawks Cafe. You guys should patron it. Yes, you should. Um, get it's the super special. fucking good. Yes, damn special. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways, but, yeah, I never cook at home. I, I don't have I, – like, I, I, I like cooking for myself sometimes. But I feel like I would have a lot more enjoyment – out of it if I didn't have that previous job. Yeah. You know, like, I... It's taken me years to get over that. Yeah, I don't think I'll ever get over it. Well, because, I mean, you're still doing it. I'm still still technically doing it. Yeah, everyone never should need me, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, so, like, a buddy of mine, he loves working on cars. He's one of the best mechanics I've ever met. Like, he just, he gets them. Like, in a way that I will never understand cars, that's how this guy is. And I was like, dude, why aren't you doing this for a living? And he was like, because if I did, I wouldn't enjoy it anymore. Yeah. Like, it would literally rob me of the one thing that I love in this world. And I can't. He's doing it now. But because he, he has to. He has right. a wife and kids. And, you know, so he's like. But when we were younger, I asked him that. He was just like, because, man, I just know what it will do to me. And I didn't. it didn't connect for me. That, like, oh, I'm going through that right now. Like, I'm, I love to cook. I love experimenting trying new things but when i work you know fucking three doubles in a row at a goddamn restaurant uh uh, just it robs what little joy i have of cooking uh and takes everything away from it and oh no okay there's some 
drama here at the stupid pussy cat. He's been an asshole all night. Yeah, but no, but I get it, man. Like, it just it robs you of the enjoyment. The money aspect does, you know. It's for no reason. Because you yes. think, hey, I like making money. But when you pair it with, like, your passion, all of a sudden, your passion turns into work. Yep. And you're fucking... You just don't like it anymore, man. It's just... I don't know. What is that feeling? What what is what what, what process is going on right there? You know? I honestly wish I knew. Because, you like, one of my best friends from high school, I really need to reach out to this guy because I miss him. He's a good man. Uh, his name's Dave. And... Uh, uh, shout out to Dave. Yeah, he... Uh, we, we got our first apartment together. I mean, he's been one of my best friends for a long time. I haven't talked to him in years because he lives in Chicago. But anyway, he uh, went to Metro for culinary because he wanted to be a chef. And he goes through it, and then his teacher quits and opens up a restaurant. I'm pretty sure he graduated. I'm not sure he did. But the uh, Gray Plume here in Omaha, uh, he opened that restaurant. And he asked Dave if he wanted to come help him. And Dave has steadily worked his way up from restaurant job to restaurant job, being a chef, because <clears throat> I think the only way to get to where you can do your passion for a living is if, like, you're doing your own business. Or if you're working for somebody that gives you the freedom to do what you want to do at that job. Yeah. So, buddy... Dave is working at some of the best restaurants in Chicago because he's getting that experience so that he can eventually open up his own restaurant. Dude, good Yeah, so it's like, what would that take for, for me to do that? For me, I think that's teaching because I absolutely love to teach, and I found that to be uh, one of the greatest gifts that I've found that I have is my ability to teach something to someone. And the fulfillment that it gives me is something that I got from cooking. Like making somebody, like when I worked at Pepper Jack's, it was one of the greatest pleasures, whatever, like accomplishments you could have when a regular would come in. Be like, hey man, what do you want to do today? And buddy, this guy, he's like, I don't know man, I want you to make something for me. I'm like, oh, fuck, for real? And he was like, yeah man. And I was like, what? What proteins am I working with? Do you want a sandwich? Do you want a rice bowl, burrito, what? And it, you know, he just gave me some basic things. He's like, I don't like green peppers. Do you like everything else? All right, I'm going to make you a bomb-ass Philly. Watch. And then go through that and then make him something completely off-menu. And then, like, have him try and like, dude, that's the best thing I've had in a long time. Like, dude, that feeling you get inside is just, ooh, it's chef's kiss superb. Like, and then... You have to try to find that moment every day now to, like, not every day, but, like, once a month, finding that one thing that just makes you go, like, okay, I've achieved my purpose for the time being. Like, yeah. what else now? On to the next, like, I'm going to enjoy this for the time being, and then I'm going to try to find that next one that's going to give me that same moment. So, that feeling, that Emerald Degassi, is it Degassi? Degrassi, Emerald Lagasse, Degrassi, Degrassi, Emerald Lagasse, Lagasse, Lagasse. Okay, so that that bam feeling, right? Yeah. Like, do you, you do you know what that feels like? Uh, 
feels like I'm worth something. Are you feeling it right now? Remembering it, yeah. Like that. So before, let me, uh, before uh, we go on with this, the reason I ask is because that feeling is always with inside, is always within you. Ooh. You don't need. Get out of here with that voodoo, Dan. <laughs> you don't need that Pepper Jack's customer telling you what to do. Yeah. If you're just here in the moment and present, and you want to access that part of your brain, you can. And it's through that memory. Or it's through whatever you're doing right now. Okay. You know, and, and I've learned that through my meditation. And it's, uh, it really gives you a sense of peace, you know, like it, um, understanding that no problems exist. Right. Except for the one that's right in front of you, if there is one. Yeah. Or no moments of triumph exist except for the one that's in front of you. And if you want that moment of triumph, and you want that feeling to exist all the time? Access it. Okay. Because it's there. You know? Like, yeah. So it's, I mean, you, you have the ability to. Yeah. That's your damn sure. Then cats are going after that fucking closet again. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> but, anyways, um, it's the spooky season. It, it's, I mean, February. <laughs> Pretty far away from spooky season. No, bro, it's just October 211. Right. <laughs> Whatever day yeah. Yeah. do the math. I don't know, man. But yeah, I I get what you're saying. That makes cons- that makes complete and total sense. So and uh, yeah, man. So what were some of the other negative aspects oh. that you came to dreaming? I, I was trying to think. I was, I was had a little game in my head. I was playing. When I was reading this stuff. I was, I was trying to rank the uh, sleep disorders. Okay, from worst to uh, least worst. Um, so obviously I think insomnia is the absolute worst you can have. Right. Then I, I would say narcolepsy. Narcolepsy is actually super fascinating. Yeah. Like, it's so interesting that doctors don't even know what the fuck's going on with that. Like, what, you just fall asleep randomly? Yeah. Like, you still get the same amount of sleep that a normal person gets. It's usually just not as good a quality. Uh, but you get, usually sleep about six to eight hours. Uh, just randomly, sporadically throughout the day. And it's and it's bonkers, absolutely bonkers what, what happens to these people, you yeah. know. And I'm like, you can't do anything because you have a chance. It's just like the same thing with people with seizures. It is uh, you never know when you're gonna have one, yeah. so you can't drive, you can't hold, you can't hold down a stable work, you can't. I mean, like your whole life is disrupted because of this stuff. Yeah, I, I was thinking it was almost as bad as insomnia. Yeah, I think it's up there definitely, especially because like. There's even, uh, like, you can't even fucking have soup, which I think is, you think, like, you can't have soup? What the fuck? Like, how is that a bad thing? You can't have soup. Well, I could fucking drown in it. Isn't like, that off that one movie? Uh, yeah. Uh, the, Deuce Bigelow. Deuce Bigelow, Bigelow yeah. <laughs> She ties her head to the bed. <laughs> yeah. She just post. passes out. Yeah, but, like, I've read this uh, Reddit post about, again, it's on the internet, so, you know, it's completely That's true. true. Uh, that this guy was like, yeah, I have narcolepsy and I literally cannot have had soup because there's a possibility that I will fall asleep and drown in my soup or cereal or any type of liquid. Like, I have to be careful about every little thing that I eat. Is cereal soup? Oh, that's a great question. I think, yeah, it could be considered a cold soup. Mm. Especially, is pizza a sandwich? Uh, pizza is its own food group, bro. 
But yeah, man, I, I think. So, all right, let me throw one at you. Would you rather have narcolepsy for a week or insomnia for a month? Narcolepsy for a week. I'd rather have narcolepsy than insomnia, no matter what. Okay. What about insomnia? Scary, like it's as that. I, I guess scaring you would be the right word. Scares, yeah, scare is the right word. I'm scared of insomnia because it can happen to anybody. Yeah. You know, it's, um, and what's the scariest aspect of it is having that feeling 24-7. That feeling of, I'm so tired I can't sleep. That feeling. I've had it before. You know, I'm not saying I'm, I'm, not, I'm immune to that feeling. I've had it before, but having it every day. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, finally, it's time for bed. You get, and then you get to bed and you're just wide awake. You're staring at your ceiling. You're looking at your alarm clock. You're hitting. You're checking your phone. You're on. G, you're on. You're checking your email because you you've gone through every single notification on your Facebook. Yeah. You know it's like or whatever social media you're on. Or, you know you you've texted everybody back. You you you're completely up to date on everything, but you still can't sleep. But you're still not tired, or you're still tired. Yeah. Like. And then just having that all day long, it would just it would make every single day, every single minute, feel like the last five minutes of class, you know? Yeah. And you know, one of the worst things about it is, like, I love coffee, but if my insomnia is really bad, I can't drink coffee yeah. because I still am that tired. Mm -hmm. But the anxiety and, like, my blood pressure will go through the roof. It's like, oh, great, now I'm really yeah. tired, but I got the jitters. I'm, I'm, what I'm the fuck? tired with the jitters. Yeah. yeah, I'm tired with the jitters, and my stomach hurts. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah, dude, insomnia for me, man, has been... Because yeah, I don't even know if I can really classify what I have as insomnia, because I'm up until 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning, but I do sleep. Like, I do eventually fall asleep, and then I wake up between 5 to 7 hours later. So, like, I am getting sleep. It's just a different cycle than most people. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, but the the tiredness of it, I think if I were to, I mean, I just kind of, I'd have to change everything around. I would yeah. have to change diet. I would have to try to reset my sleep schedule. Uh, the circadian know, rhythm. You know the best way to do that, actually? And I was finding, was looking it up because of this, but it is to go camping. Oh. So... You, I mean, that would put you in back in your natural uh, setting. Night, yeah. Natural night day setting. You have to go for like a week. You have to leave all your technology behind. Go on a spirit quest. Yeah. <laughs> go on a vision quest. Vision bro. quest. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, I didn't mean to appropriate. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you then Stay go, woke, folks. Yeah, then you go out into the woods, and then you just, it's going to take a while, and you're going to feel like shit for the first two days. But like by the end of it, you're going to be back to a normal pattern because you're getting back and I know that sounds stupid, you're getting back in touch with nature. To the where you you, know, you can't That's stay like up very all night. Hippy dippy, yeah. you, know. you can't stay up all night because you don't have your phone. You don't have light to read a book or anything like that or watch television. It is non deodorant wearing gypsy. <laughs> <laughs> and we come back with fucking the dreadlocks yeah. and yeah. Smell Get like a job. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't know, but yeah, it's uh it's that's one way to redo it. Like 
there's a whole bunch of tips that I've found. That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. yeah, that I've really, that I have employed. Like, so, let's say you're having a hard time sleeping, and... I've never had that. Yeah, good, good. good. <laughs> but if you ever do, don't stay in your bed. Yeah, yeah, so, like, yeah. You have that's to, not a good tip, yeah. You're going to start feeling, like, anger towards your bed, and you're not going to be able to go to sleep. And there's gonna, a, yeah, and what I've been really, really trying to do be very cognizant of is is not work in bed. Yeah. The only thing I do in bed is, you know, uh, sleep ish. Um, but like so like sleep and sex with the girlfriend and whatnot. Uh and and jerk off obviously. So it's like those <laughs> those are the only three things I do in bed. And uh but like those are all relaxing things. Yeah. You know, I'm not gonna, you know, uh do a, a search or, or a listing for uh, uh, for my client while I'm laying in bed. You know, right. it's like all of a sudden I'm associating work with with my with my bedroom, yeah. and all of a sudden like your your body <coughs> doesn't know the difference between your bedroom and your office. Yeah. You know, like it does you, subconsciously, but yeah, you, you can't have really to have off. two clearly de- clear. You have to have clearly defined spaces. Exactly. Yeah. So like, if you can't sleep, get out of bed as counterintuitive as it sounds. Get out of bed. Uh, for me, what it was was uh, you get out of bed, you go to a place, and you read somewhere. Like, don't, because you can't look at your phone. Is it's going to, like, the, I don't know what the blue light thing, if it's an actual real thing. I think it is. Uh, I think there's some actual research behind that, but I'm not 100% sure. Okay. Like, don't watch TV. So you get out of bed, you go sit in a room. Or sit I wonder if insomnia existed before TVs. Before That's screens. a great question. I have no idea. Like before, like TV. Because I have this working mainstream. theory. I have this working theory. Hit me. It's kind of weird, and it's also gonna. Do I have to take drinks? So that means you get to drink some, right? Yeah. So I got my next one already better. But um, I have this working theory that the only time, the only. Oh, how do I don't want to say this. We have already invented mass hypnosis right and that was invented back in 19 <coughs> whatever when the, when the radio first mass media came out so uh, maybe even before that maybe the newspapers yeah I was gonna say yeah that, like, so yeah. it's like that, that's like the old the first way you can actually like control a narrative yeah. right it's just the, the, the power of, of information right I don't know what the hell I started thinking about this but um, oh, because of TVs and being able to sleep yeah. and shit. It's like, is this technology robbing us of our humanity? You know? Right. Like, <laughs> the more and more I think about this, talk, I probably shouldn't put this out on the, in public, but um, the more and more I think about, like, the Unabomber's Manifesto. Have you ever yeah. read that? Or, I haven't read it, but I know. It's like, actually kind of reasonable. Yeah. As, as scary as that sounds, like, you're, like, saying, hey, this is... Uh, a dude who sent bombs to scientists to stop the, the advancement of technology. And it's like, he maimed people. Like, he, he fucked people's lives up. It's like, yeah. but like, kind of see his point, you know? Um, <coughs> and that's like a dark aspect of, of, of technology nowadays, yeah. too, you know? Well, like, uh, have you heard of the Standing Stones of Georgia? No. There's these three or four monoliths in, I think, Another Georgia. fucking monolith. No, no, these, oh. are, these are actually, like, they're out of stone, they're not metal, they're not some artist being some... Is that, or is it aliens? 
What? Some artist didn't he come forward saying that oh, he did? Yeah. Damn it. I mean, he could just be trying to take credit. Be the maybe, first he's one a, maybe he's a shape shifting lizard. That could be. I mean, well, they all are. Anyway. <laughs> they all are. <laughs> but uh, like they all they have like these ten command these ten new commandments, and they're all completely reasonable. Like they're all like you know treat people one another kindly, uh, don't miss you know like I can't remember what they all are, but they're all reasonable, except you get to the last one, and the last one is you know keep the population between eight hundred million and ten million people. Oh boy. And it's like, excuse me? Like, there's seven and a half billion people on this planet. And, like, why are you saying that we need to. When were these erected? Uh, I don't know. Let me know. Like, ballpark it. I have, honestly, I have no oh, idea. Okay. Standing That's crazy, man. But yeah, so I, uh, overpopulation is a big thing. Ah, uh, guidestones—that's what they are. Georgia guidestones. Uh, so they opened up in granite monument erected in 1980 in Elbert County, Georgia. This is on the Wikipedia. Uh, set ten got a set of ten guidelines is inscribed on the structure in eight modern languages, and a shorter message is inscribed at the top of the structure in four ancient language scripts. So that's spooky. Uh, let's see if I can find the what the ten are. Uh, okay. Uh, nope, that's not it. Overall, no. But what does it actually say? Okay, so the guidestone languages are in English, Spanish, Swahili, Hindi, Hebrew, Arabic, Chinese, and Russian. I don't know, but yeah, so like it's calling, it's not calling for the mass uh, genocide of people, but what I think the person was doing, why they set it up, because they set it up in a place where it's high enough that when the inevitable rise of the oceans come, they won't be swept away. Like the, there's oh. like, there's projections that like all Florida uh, parts of Georgia, Alabama, the southern states on this coast are going to be flooded by the rising tides of the ocean because, you know, Earth has these natural cycles that it goes through anyway, and they place it at a top where it's not going to be, like, it's on, like, a mountainside, pretty much, or, like, a high, a high hill. Wow. So it's, like, like, I think what people, what a lot of people are, like, yeah, in case of a cataclysmic event that wipes out humankind, they have this here so that who's ever left behind, whether it's Iran with a nuclear bomb or anything like that, then they are these guidestones because they're a set in granite. So, I mean, that's not going to get washed away by anything within the next 30 years or whatever, if anything happens in that time frame, of how to, like, rebuild society, of what we should keep society as. Because I know a lot of people are, like, super upset about it because, like, they're, they're talking about killing billions of people. It's like, no, human, humanity's already doomed, but for those who are left, here are some guidelines that you can follow, and they're written in the, ten, the eight modern languages. Because that we're already written. well past that, uh, we're already well past that population mark now, and they, they were in the 80s, too. Yeah. So, that makes sense. Um, yeah. it, like, because they're not advocating for the, the destruction of billions of people. Yeah. What they're saying is, hey, 
humanity comes and goes in cycles. Right. Here's some guidelines. Here's how to rebuild. Find a system to where you have not necessarily eugenics, you know, yeah. not necessarily uh, one child per family household, but you can figure out a system of like maybe uh, when you can get married and when you can have kids. Make sure that these societal rules are in place before you have to make such drastic changes. Drastic changes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, as morbid and as as kind of dark as that is, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You know, like that's, uh, in a way, hopeful. Yeah. Like I think. I mean, that's what a lot of people. There's. I can't remember what. Uh, it might have been the History Channel uh, before they went all reality TV and aliens. Hey, 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 hey. Ancient Aliens is a moneymaker. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is a legit show, that is a sir. Ca- that is a cash cow for the History Channel. Do not be talking shit on Ancient Aliens. Man. That shit had me, had me hook, line, and sinker for like three seasons. Now there's but, like 12 seasons out or 18 yeah. seasons. But, so, yeah, I don't think, like, so, they went in-depth with it, and a lot of people are obviously upset about it, because, you know, they're calling the population limits or whatever, but, like, a lot of people are like, no, this is just, I think, good, uh, good advice for a new starting society, because I think... <laughs> like, hey, we fucked up, yeah. here's what we fucked up. <laughs> like, uh, fuck, what were we saying, like, yeah, the, uh... Well, Albert Einstein said that uh, I don't know. What oh, the, I, yeah, about I don't know what World War Three will look like, but I know that World War Four they'll be fighting with sticks and stones. Yeah, because like if we come to like, that's one thing that I want to a, sh- a ray of shining light uh, in this awful podcast is we are in what's called the long peace. Because even though Fox News, CNN, everyone, and there's still U.S. soldiers fighting wars and stuff in Afghanistan, Iraq, and all these other places where... We've had endless war for, for 19 years, 20 years now. Man. Right. But there hasn't been a global war since the end of World War Two. Yeah. So, like, we're not seeing mass casualties and the loss of life like we were awesome. seeing... In World War One, World War Two, knock on wood on that shit, yeah. man. Fuck. But I know when I feel another war. I know, but and, and I'm tired of the endless warfare of American troops being killed in Iraq who are too young. To you know, that's know. a good question, man. Like, yeah. what if? What if? Fuck, man. I'm breaking. I'm breaking my brain with this. What if the Iraq War or this 20 year span? It's just one dot on the on the massive time scale of what the U.S. is trying to prevent. You know, like, what if that war in the Middle East is a necessary evil so that, you know, it another... the next world war. Yeah, it prevents World War Three. You know, yeah. like, would we fault the French for uh, fucking Germany up, or... No, would we, would we fault Britain for fucking Germany up for invading Poland? Or uh, t- annexing whatever country for breathing space before World War Two happened. Remember that? Remember they they had the appeasement uh, treaty and they're like, yeah. okay, let let you're right. They do need space and like they're just being very passive. Like 
you better not invade Poland. And then they invade Poland. And then Poland. you better not invade Poland. Would, would, could, would we fault Britain for saying, hey, fuck you, Germany. We're taking you out now before you get too big and before you fuck this all up, before you fuck this up for, for all of Europe for right. however many years. Could, could, I mean, fuck, like, they're taking preemptive action yeah. if, if they did that. Well, at the same time, you know, I think... Oh, I mean, like, I guess the question is, like, are we doing that now? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's like, fuck, it's a whole different perspective. I'm it's to scary to think about, that's for damn sure. Yeah. But, you know, uh, the victors of World War One were the cause of World War Two. 100%. Like, after World War One, they just bent the state... Because Germany's not even its real name, it's Deutschland. Like, so... They just bent Germans over the coals. And, oh, yeah. And uh, proceeded. the fall. Yeah. I mean, they just <laughs> completely, like, destroyed them as a country. And, like, yeah. no, I get it. Like, I'm not saying, like, they were in the right, the Germans were in the right, but, like, they created a power vacuum that, yeah. that bred Hitler so that Hitler could come up and he gave them all what they needed, which was an enemy to focus on, and that was, like, you know, you know who's the cause of That's all this? textbook dictator, man. Yeah, so I mean, like, they inevitably caused World War II to happen, yeah. and that's why, after World War II, they, they, they split up East and West Germany, which I think was a terrible decision to make anyway, but uh, they didn't do, like, they didn't demand the reparations that they had, they didn't let... Uh, well, they set in motion hyperinflation. Yeah. Like, when you set that, in, like, you just made their currency worthless. Yeah. You know, and, like, the the money that they were printing was only as good as the heat it would, it would generate for them. Yeah. You know? Like, that was, when they set that in motion, they absolutely crippled their economy. They couldn't do anything. Yep. Of course, they're gonna they're gonna have a populist leader who's gonna absolutely take them to the to the quote unquote promised land. Oh yeah. And then blame it on obviously he blamed it on the Jews and uh, the gypsies and you know yeah. anyway. anybody that's not the Aryan race or whatever, yeah. right? And and of course that's gonna happen. It's like what the hell were you guys thinking? You had you had revenge written all over your eyes instead of hey let's prevent this from ever happening again. So, Do you know that the U.S. still hasn't signed an armistice? We never, we never signed an armistice. Good. Uh, U.S. of A., baby. We come in and save the world. U.S.A. U.S.A. Back-to-back World War champs. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, so technically we could still be at war with the Austrian Hungary. Yeah, good. Uh, fuck them. The, the Austrian Hungary could, could suck my dick. Go fuck themselves. <laughs> suck this American dick. But, uh, no, 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 that's just so... Like, wow, we've gone way off the dreams. Oh, yeah. But, uh, I don't know, man. Fuck yeah. yeah, we did. Yeah, it's, yeah, uh... Welcome to our tangents. Yeah. But we're almost at, we're, we're almost at time anyways. Yeah. So, I don't know, it's just, it's, uh, it's very interesting where we are in this world. And, you know, one of the great things about where we are in this world that has a lot of negativity and what, uh, you know... Is this reason real? You know, we had a fucking reality TV show star as the president. We had all these different terrible things happen. 2020 was the worst year ever. Uh, but, you know, we're still able to have this podcast, man. Yeah. Uh, people are still able still to uh, 
You know, I mean, it's getting better. There's still a lot of people who are unemployed, but like, you know, it's well, they should get a job. <laughs> pull themselves up by the bootstraps. Pull themselves up by the bootstraps and get a job. Yeah, and uh, but I mean, no, it's just. I'm kidding. Yeah, anybody will, who's listening, it will get better. I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I just uh, I'm I'm hopeful for the future, and it's something that I haven't had for a long time. Even before Trump was president, I wasn't ever really hopeful about my own future, but about the future of the United States or of the world. I think once uh, uh, our generation of millennials get in power, like like we yeah. we we're gonna transform the entire world where we'll be unrecognizable. Yeah. I'm pretty sure once our generation gets in, we're gonna be able to like just rid at all, get rid of all the bullshit. You yeah. know, it's gonna be the most transparent government we've ever seen, and we'll have the technology to fucking itemize our taxes. Yeah, you know, it's like, hey, we can vote on where our taxes go, yeah. or you know, some along those lines. I think I think everything's gonna be good by the time. Next one, couple decades. It's one of my favorite jokes. Is like, just how the tax system is. It's like, hey, you have to do your taxes. Like, okay, how much do I owe you? We're not telling you. Yeah, right. Like, do you know? Oh, we know, but we're not telling. We're not telling you. you. And if you get it wrong, you have to pay us more. <laughs> what? <laughs> Fun. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, I, I, I'm really excited for the future. And like, when before Biden even you know was voting or like threw his hat in i was like you know what i would like i would like somebody who is not in their 80s or 70s or 60s or Re- 60s is retirement age yeah people aren't re- aren't fucking getting that through their heads yeah like i you want retired at 63 yeah. this motherfucker is 15 years older than that yeah can we not have an octogenarian as president please? this motherfucker is going to be in his 80s yeah like i want somebody who's capable I want it's some, insane, man. Uh, who's forward thinking? Because there's, I know we're living in the dream. Man. Yeah, there is. There, there has to be a bridge, because I believe people have the right to own weapons. I think gays deserve the right to get married. Uh, I think drugs need to be legalized. Like, I mean, there's both sides. I don't see anything wrong with any of the three things you just said. Yeah, no. I mean, I I agree with a lot of stuff that's on both sides here. Like, I know. So there's no reason that. Everyone can't agree on something. I think we all agree on more than what we we uh, we let on. Well, one thing, and I know this is going to be cute and controversial, and I know we said we were going to do politics, so we keep talking about politics, but I want religion out of politics. I, I want have, religion in politics. Shut the fuck up, Dan. <laughs> I'm tired fucking gypsy. of hearing about the, the uh, uh, what's the person's called, the candidate's religious point of view. I don't care. I don't give a fuck if he's a Satanist because Satanists aren't actually bad people. They don't worship Satan because they don't believe in any God. They just take the name. I don't know. It's really weird. Have you ever looked up Satanism? No. Look it up. It's weird. Uh, but you know, I, I just, I don't care. I, I have no, I, I don't care what political or religious affiliation you have. But Are Bernie you, was Jewish. Don't give a fuck. Come on, man. I don't care. I don't care. Jewish. <laughs> I know you're joking right now, but I still, I just, I don't Kennedy care. Kennedy was Roman Catholic, man. Are yeah. you serious? You, you don't He's care. He's beholden to the Pope. Yeah. No, I don't. Fuck, man. I want Get your him. head out of your ass and care about their religion. No, no. Well, 
Well, fucking Mitt Romney was Mormon. Whoa, that's whoa, whoa, fucking whoa. Scary that's where shit. I, that's where I draw my line because yeah. they need magic underwear. Yeah, yeah. Mormonism that dude was fucking weird. A serious fucking. Mor- uh, Mormonism is a fucking cult. I don't yeah. care what anybody says. <laughs> that's a cult. That's a really, really nice cult. Yeah. So <laughs> I want, I want religion out of politics because I mean, if you look at every founding father, all of them were like, "We are no way a Christian nation." Church separation yeah, of church and Christian state. nation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I just I am I'm fed up with religion being intermixed with politics because it just it's humans, man. So that's a human problem. Yeah, you know, people think uh, before we get too far into weeds, but people think you need to be righteous. You need more. You need religion to be righteous. It's like, no, you can just be a good person. Yeah. You don't need you don't need to infuse an extra God in there to, to you know, but it is what it is, you know. Yeah. But that's the one thing that I want. I, I want an open atheist to be elected to something. Yeah. Because I don't want an atheist because I think he's just as much of a fool as a as an evangelical. Well, know? what not, not okay. agnostic. Uh, agnostic, yeah. yeah. Like I'm open to the idea of something. But like, it's not going <laughs> to... I would want a scientist that goes, probably not. <laughs> but maybe. <laughs> I, I want to... But maybe. <laughs> but maybe. Yeah, I want to... But maybe, guy. <laughs> but, like, but I did do a mushroom trip about 15 years ago. I, I touched so some maybe. <laughs> I had some BMT and yeah. I saw some shit. So, yeah, so I'm not going to... I'm not, not going to rule it out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I, mean, I just... Uh, there was a That's lot a of... That's perfect kind of leader. Yeah. yeah. I, I want someone who's open. Yeah. Like open to the idea that like... To, just to what we built our nation on. Yeah. Like, the, the right to... The Constitution, man. Yeah. That's all we... Yeah. Somebody yeah. who's beholden the Constitution. That's all I ask yeah. for. What do you believe in? I believe in the Constitution. Uh, okay. Great. Me too. Yeah. Let's get some <laughs> amendments going. Yeah. Like, we need to... That's the thing that pisses me off when people hate the Constitution. Like, no, it's like one of the best written political documents ever. Because it's written into the Constitution that you need to change the Constitution. Yeah. Like, to strive for a more perfect union. Because they realized when they wrote it that there was no such thing as a perfect union. But you can only strive for perfection. That's why it's a living and breathing document. Yeah. You know, it's like, it, it's supposed to change with the times. And yeah. it kind of had a had a little speed bump over the last, you know, 150 years yeah. or whatever the fuck the last amendment was. Yeah, I'm tired of, like, what... Was like, prob- like, ending prohibition, was that the last amendment? Oh shit! I don't know. I, need to I think it might that. be. I think, it, but there might be one after that. I'm not 100 sure. I think that's the 23rd Amendment, the 26th Amendment, or some shit. I think we re- but, uh, really need to reword the 13th Amendment. No, and, no, uh, no. Get back into actually reforming people. What are and you not talking about? Treating prisoners as slaves. I bet you want to defund the police too, don't you? I want to reallocate the police. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get the people, I want them more trained more. <laughs> you fucking liberal. Why don't you fucking guard. cut your hair and get a job? Yeah. You fucking get your bootstraps all tight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that reminds me, I gotta send you a TikTok I found you know, about the whole stock market thing. Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, dude, it's fucking hilarious. Send me all the TikToks, I don't have it on my phone. So good. Yeah. It's good. It's probably for the best. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. But, uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, so dreams. Oh, negative aspects of them. We're I all, think it's, it's just a solid dream. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I kind of hope it's not because if something like, if something good happens, then I don't want to like wake up and be like, oh, that really awesome thing that kept you going. If something good happens, it was determined to happen. Well, 
something oh. good. Just accept that something good happened. There you go. If this is a dream, hey, something could happen. So it's like that's that's again that's what my meditation shit's been teaching me. It's like, hey, enjoy it. Right. You know, like don't keep moving on to the next thing. Enjoy the now. Yeah. That's all you got. So <coughs> if it ends up being all a dream, so be it. Yep. Have a good time. So on that note, bye. Well, <laughs> uh, thank you again for everyone listening. Uh, next week, oh, I yeah, want to we do have a, a our, new, new topic. Yeah, new topic. I want it to be education. Oh, shit, Sam. I think this That's is going to really be a good, good. one. Yeah. Um, so, be awful. It'll be a big one. Yeah, my mind went straight to awful. Right. Uh, so, yeah, make sure to follow us on all the social medias. Email us at awesomeawfulpodcast at gmail. We'll take your suggestions. Take a week to think, uh, research it, and do an episode about it. I will definitely check that inbox one of these days. I have checked it every day, and all we've gotten is Instagram. So. Isn't that some you? We believe in you. <laughs> you nine people, don't be afraid to reach out. Yes, we love you. Maybe next week we'll have ten. Yes. Okay. Bye. Bye.